Hello, this is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance, and we are here with a very special guest, uh, directly, actually we're live from, from England, right? We have Marcus Whitehead, who competed at the last uh, Snake Pit Wigan World Catch Wrestling Championship. Uh, he's also a, 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 a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, so he, he's been around grappling for a while. Uh, he's also a musician. And we welcome you today to our live stream so you can give us an update. Right, yeah. Well, as I say, pleased to meet you, Raoul. It's uh, good to be involved in what you're doing. You know, I've been kind of watching from afar for a while, and uh, I really like what you've got going on and uh, your approach to the analytics of it all and, uh, and the training aspect as well. You know, it's been uh, great to sort of uh, be a piggyback on your journey from over here. So thanks for having us on. Oh, no, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, you know, just trying to uh, keep real wrestling alive, right? In the, in the words of exactly. uh, the great Billy Robinson. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd spent, um, you know, several years going to Wigan and competing in, in their events. And it's great to see that they continue doing events and uh, it seems to be getting larger and larger. So can you kind of tell us about how the world championships went? Oh, well. Just a fantastic event. I mean, I did the 2019 uh, event as well. So I just came along just a bit after you. Uh, I didn't, wasn't involved right from the very beginning. So but I've been down there about uh, four years now. And uh, I sort of made the switch from jiu-jitsu to catch wrestling because uh, I'm a Lancashire man and that's what my forefathers were into, you know. So uh, it definitely... Uh, ticked all the boxes for me and um, the 2019 event was was great you know it was a real different experience to uh, the jiu-jitsu comps that I've been doing which I do some you know I know some guys who run some great comps and um, they're good to be part of but it's got a different feel when you're in a sports hall and, um, this was a, a real spectacle of an event you know uh, Andrea, who uh, runs it, pulled out all the stops. You know, it was all lights, cameras, action. You know, uh, a bit more dressed smartly for the crowd, and uh, they have a meal table and all this kind of stuff. Um, compare introducing each fighter. It made you. They really looked after the athletes. That's the truth of it. And uh, this 2022 event was just fantastic. I mean. We had massage tables and, you know, much food and drink as we could get our hands on. And um, and the level of competition is just going up and up. There were some real great guys there. We've got um, British champions in jiu-jitsu and judo. And we've got uh, Olympians getting involved, wrestling Olympians. And uh, a couple of UFC guys um, were there as well. Um, so just something fantastic to be part of and this time you know we had the walkout, have a bit of walkout music and there was like smoke machines and lights and um, you know you've got a colour commentator and a MC and uh, all my chums are there from the snake pit and I'm showing them what Lancashire is all about really. Yeah that's wonderful that's the thing it's like uh, it always felt very professional uh, especially after, well, even from the first, well, the first one, it was, they, they kind of, Andrea kind of uh, tacked it on to the freestyle tournament that they held. But then after that, then they started holding it separately in a separate venue, right? It just, so, um, and, and after that, it was just, uh, just a very nice event, not only for the wrestlers, but for the spectators as well. So, uh, yeah, they always do a really nice job. Yeah, I think, they've, well, they've been involved in uh, wrestling and sports a long time, so they've got a good understanding of what it's like to be involved in it, and uh, we've seen it all before, and um, she doesn't do anything by halves anyway, uh, and there's a real good ethos uh, about uh, between the competitors. Uh, that she really tries to uh, promote at the club as well, which uh, I'm down with. I think that's why it sort of sat nicely with me. There was a lot of uh, 
Yeah, pushing and shoving, I would say, in the jiu-jitsu. It was, like, oversaturated. You know, I just thought, oh, there's no room for me here, you know. But went to the snake pit, was welcomed with open, open arms. You know, please, you know, come be part of it. And absolutely, I wanted to stay, and that's what I've done. So, um, actually, let's go and stay. I kind of want, you may think of some question, like, I'd want you to kind of compare your experience since since you've been in jiu-jitsu long enough to get a purple belt so that's like a few years right so i'd want yeah. you to compare but i want to i just want to stay on the world turn world championship for one more second like sure so you competed in so they have weight divisions right and so that's uh, right which weight division did you compete in i was uh, 82 kilograms um so i did the 74 kilograms in 2019 um and i've cut weight a couple of times since i'm just i can't be bothered i just want to walk in and go so uh i don't really want to mess about too much in that regard uh, mm -hmm. i am what i am <laughs> so yeah. um and i'm probably gonna get a bit heavier i imagine uh over the next few years but um uh so it was like slap bang in the middle really Mm. Um, it was a good category, it was the deepest category, there was 12, uh, 12 in it, um, and uh, there were some real good matchups. it was just a great event, uh, I fought a guy from uh, Brighton who's come up and trained with us a few times at um, Brighton's on the south coast, he come, comes up as often as he can to train at the snake pit, uh, and I uh, had a good match against him where I managed to generally speaking, stay on top and give him hell, which is what catch wrestling is all about. Mm -hmm. um, so I was really pleased to uh, get through to the next round. Um, on the 2019 one, uh, I went the distance with the, with the guy, but I was still a bit jujitsu-y back then. Uh, I'd just sort of made the switch. So um, I wasn't too concerned that he was on top of me all the time because I was kind of, you know, going for toeholds, going for uh Kimuras, as they used to call it mm -hmm. and um sort of doing a lot of attacking from underneath but i didn't wasn't really shown to be a dominant wrestling sort of thing that i was doing so although we'd gone the distance i felt like he'd been in trouble even though he was on top of me but they gave it to him and i kind of understand why yeah so and there's also you know we've sold a bunch of tickets i've got family i've got friends who are all cheering on you just think you oh, just don't get just don't lose in the first like 30 seconds you know you want to give them <laughs> something to something to um someone to watch and enjoy so uh i was really really pleased with the first match i couldn't put him away he's a tough guy you know he's a uh, mma guy he's been um training for many years he's got his own gym blah 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 so someone come up to me afterwards and said you know you know you've just beaten don't you it was like you know well done well done all right oh right great fantastic you know um and uh and then um i don't know if you know i've heard of kevin Lloyd. he's another guy he's one of the coaches at the snake pit he's mm. he does professional wrestling but he's supplementing it with his catch wrestling mm. i mean i know there's not a lot of pro wrestling in the uk but kevin does it sexy kev <laughs> and um that's his uh, that's his uh, sort of stage name and um i went against him and we have a lot of back and forth in the gym uh but bloody hell he put it on me that night so full respect to him um and i went out in the second round uh against kevin i nearly had him with a toehold i thought mm. but uh, mm. he gritted he, he 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 gritted his teeth and uh got through it and managed to get a cradle on me and uh and got the pin, so I, I couldn't have been happier for him. I'm mean, gutted for myself. If I'd won that one, I probably would have come got on the podium. But having deserved it, it was a great one. Mm. Well, the, the, you're mentioning several uh, like topics that I think are really good to kind of highlight. Where it's like you're happy for the person who beat you, and actually, it seemed there's like a real good sense of like uh, camaraderie or like friendship or kind of family even uh, with with yeah catch wrestling and in particular snake pit wigan yeah uh it's uh brothers in arms that's the way you know we just uh which when you're training with people you, you gotta especially in a sport like this 
you've got to have that mutual respect because people are going to get hurt otherwise you know and nobody wants that we all want to carry on training and if anybody does then you've got no one to train train with you know and when you see what what your teammates have been through you know sometimes they're going through illnesses or you know family problems or you know all sorts of different stuff could be happening so you you know what the ins and outs of their lives and um it's uh it's, it's great to see anybody doing well really and what they're passionate about you know mm. yeah um yeah it's it's uh it's special it's a, it's a real bond a bond that you form and uh iron sharpens iron so i mean you want them to be doing well because especially if you don't bloody hell you know he's just got on the podium you know just throwing him around last week you know you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it mm-hmm. makes you, you can sort of gauge your own uh, progression by by their performances as well because you know exactly what they've got really you know and yeah. what, what you can do as well so yeah. yeah so another thing you mentioned though um was that so your first competition in catch wrestling you said you felt you did you were more jujitsu like uh, can you kind of explain, like, in your words, what the difference uh, is between, like, jiu-jitsu and catch wrestling? Uh, well, in the first instance, uh, we, uh, we started on our feet, which was why it kind of appealed to me a lot anyway, because uh, we were always sat down or on our knees or something like that, and it just seemed a, a little bit... I mean, I, kinda, I get it, but uh, I always wanted a little bit of sort of street realism to what I was doing if you see what I mean so it, it wasn't just something that I go in a special place to do it was like this is going to be useful if somebody walks up to me and starts giving me some trouble type thing um, so sitting down isn't the first thing that I'd be doing so and then I'd go to a jiu-jitsu competitions and then I'd be stood in front of someone they go right off you go and I'm like oh you know uh, uh, you know I didn't really know what to do um, so it was great for that. So we went in. Every time you get thrown down, the main name of the game is to get back on your feet again. And that really just sort of spoke to me somehow. That was the, made sense. Made sense to me. <laughs> don't be don't be rolling around on the floor too much. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And but so I get thrown down and uh, just going falling straight to my back. I mean, because I've been at it for quite a few years anyway. Like you say, to get up to purple belt. Um, and was quite comfortable, you know, falling onto my back. But of course, you you know, you're losing straight away. As Roy says, if you look at the ceiling, you you're losing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, it took me, I, you know, it took me a while to kind of start going belly down, and then because you're thinking, oh, I'm letting him on the back, and that's like the you know the worst, supposedly the worst place to let someone. Definitely say that I've not found it so bad because I've now I automatically go belly down and give people my back and turn into them turn away from stuff like that in comps and you know, I can't say I'm getting my head between my shoulders um, and most of the time they're like oh what are you doing and I'm expecting you to turn and face them and look up, look up at, and they're ready to deal with that but when I sort of turn away and they, they're not they don't really um, it's not what they're expecting often anyway um, so that was one thing uh, but, and also the mat wrestling that took me a while to, I think for the first couple of years I was like doing anti-wrestling trying to stop them from being able to wrestle me and stuff like that and it really hindered my progression actually until I thought, well, look, I'm just going to have to do what they tell you to do in here if I want to get any further. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sitting out and mat wrestling just felt really weird. And especially with some of the bigger guys, I'd sit down like a teddy bear and just got like, flattened into the, into the mat. And, but until I realised, no, you're not going to sit strong. You don't just like turn away. You've got to have your posture and stuff like that. And eventually, I sort of started sitting at ah well once I've sat out right now I can turn back into them and once I've started putting it together then I started looking a bit more like a wrestler so yeah <laughs> um, uh, yeah yeah no those sit outs I think that's that that is a a big difference right I, I think that can be that can be um, 
like one of the topics you could put like a little asterisk as like something that's quite different from the like at least modern jujitsu. Oh yeah. I think I've never I've never really seen a sit out even in some of these old black and white like old uh, uh, jujitsu manuals or even in the Japanese ones. You don't really see the sit out there. Right. It's definitely like a real wrestling a real catch wrestling thing but it is so effective even in nogi competition i find because i'm doing nogi yeah. um you know at the local gym here in la uh so i'm doing it quite often and it's using catch wrestling uh, works very well yeah i was uh i, I didn't I, uh, I don't know why i just had a mental block that you know it wasn't it was a weird thing to do but actually no in fact i think i mentioned to you once i've been watching was it uh, chris morales Mm -hmm. um, I was watching a video of one of his matches and he was sitting out just so really well you know I think he was against a much bigger guy as well and he, the, the way he was doing it just made me think no right look that obviously works look, look, look what he's doing there you know um, yeah. so that was it was quite inspiring that really oh wonderful oh I think I think I told him that because I think you messaged that to me and I made sure that oh he, yeah he knows so yeah that really cool. made him happy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think that's the thing that's like so it might seem especially if you come from a jujitsu background uh, a lot of these kind of wrestling and catch wrestling uh ways of of grappling or approaches to grappling that might seem weird like the whole giving your back thing or sitting out but it can create a more opportunities for you to counter attack or even if you want to stand back up and you might be able to just stand back up and escape right if it's like a self-defense situation or, yeah. or if you feel like it's more advantageous for you to stand up and kind of reset it you you can do that yeah and uh, getting two on one grip on somebody's arm is really for me to Mm -hmm. Standing back up again because sort of, I've got I think I've got strong grips just through holding hammers and axes and things like that and um, you can get a good grip. Or certainly, I mean it's hard to break one grip off, but if you got two, just find a really beneficial way of standing up as well. In fact, it's saved in the uh, in that world championships. Um, you know, there was a moment where I was in position and the guy was on top of me, but I managed to grab his up, up again, start off. So that was useful. <laughs> Another thing, of course, I noticed um, uh, the difference between catch and jiu-jitsu. I mean, at jiu-jitsu, I was sort of known as being kind of rough and a bit bony and a bit sort of grindy. And when I went to catch wrestling, they were telling me I was soft. And uh, <laughs> when I went to uh, see my mates at jiu-jitsu and told them that, they were like, what, what are you? <laughs> you are soft. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> so, um, uh, and I, I guess, I mean, I do think it's good to like jiu-jitsu for everyone and all this kind of stuff, but I don't necessarily want to be doing jiu-jitsu with everyone if, all the time, you know, because sometimes, you, you, I mean, well, you do sort of take it easy on smaller or less experienced people don't you but it was just uh, a bit more just get stuck in you know at uh, catch wrestling i like i liked it it's just just sort of worked for me really I like, I like. and now there's not so many like there's three uh, catch wrestling promotions in the uk and that's it and th and those comps are few and far between, and uh, but jujitsu comps every other weekend. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing a lot of those. I'm probably the most active competitor out of the snake pit. I think it's fair to say. I don't think anyone will hold that against me. Um, uh, so trying catch wrestling in these different uh, disciplines, you know, uh, gi or no gi or what have you. Um, and uh, it's surprising how the difference affects people that you're up against. I've forgotten where I was going with this, but there's um, <clears throat> it's been good to try out the techniques in what if you call the, the wider grappling 
sort of uh, pool. It's, it's, it's good. I had a match last Sunday at, over in Liverpool against uh, uh, strong jiu-jitsu. I mean, I'm, in, I'm 46 now. But, uh, so, and against a similar age guy who was like, doing an over 40s sort of thing. But he was aggressively coming at me from his guard, though. Uh, and the catch wrestling really enabled me to just completely sort of smush him, really. <laughs> smush him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wearing, wearing him out, heavy, grinding, mm. uh, punishing, punishing really. He was sort of, he looked like he'd had a fight <laughs> when mm. we'd finished. Um, nice. Um, he went to sit up quite fast. He was trying to sit up from his guard to, get, you know, get an underhook, and I was just posting like that, like, so posted right on the end of his house, covered in his blood. By the time he finished, um, wow. uh, it was. I think I was just a little bit faster, faster to the positions with him, and really, he never really got anything going. And I was putting attempted submissions on him and his escapes from those were involved to sort of running away really and allowing me to get another position um, and uh, just sort of riding on him with the hips and switching the legs around when he was coming this way I was going that way and it was uh, I was really pleased with that actually because it was a it was a good gym and I felt like <laughs> I felt like I was walking into the lion's den a bit they've got a real good reputation and I was there on my on my own. Wow. I was late. Right, you're on in five minutes. I was like, okay, like just I just driven like a couple of hours up the motorway. Mm. Um, just did a bunch of uh, star jumps and touched my toes a bit, and that was <laughs> I was on the mat shaking hands with the guy. Let's go. Wow, uh, awesome. It was good. It was good. Yeah, That's awesome. I think they enjoyed. <laughs> it was good to. Uh, it was it was really good because it was a a proper demonstration of the style that I've been learning and what, what the snake pit's all about. Um, it was all catch wrestling that I was doing and uh, it showed yeah. its dominance in in that situation really. So it was, it was good. I was really pleased with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad that you're, you're, you're here telling people that because I think sometimes because like my, my focus, at least the focus of this channel on YouTube is to uh, you know talk about catch wrestling and to promote catch wrestling. So then, I, sometimes in the comments, I think people think that that's the only thing that I do. And you know, and then now that you're doing catch wrestling a lot, maybe people are going to start thinking, oh, he's never done jujitsu. But it's like we we also do other things, and, and yeah, the, yeah, and we can see the value in the catch wrestling, and we can. Uh, and like you, you're you. I think you just gave everyone a good example as to like how effective catch wrestling can be, even in nogi competition. Um, so uh, you know, thank you for that. And hopefully, people understand that it's like you're back. You know, you're a purple belt, and it's, it's you're not a beginner. So it's like you you've spent all this time kind of doing things in a jujitsu way. So uh, you're finding success in using catch wrestling, which is great. Yeah, yeah, I could really see the uh, there are similarities between the two, obviously, and I could. So I think that's why I got on with jiu-jitsu in the first place. Um, I wanted to come to the Snake Pit when they first started about ten years ago, started back up, but it just wasn't feasible for me at the time. Uh, just the distance that I would have had to travel. Um, but as I've kind of developed in my business and stuff like that I could just start to do what I wanted a bit more at the time I just had was head down making sure everything worked out so I just had to go to the local gym and it was great you know um, and it, it, it gave me a reasonable foundation about what to expect within any type of grappling um, but I always wanted to go to catch because this is where it all began, you know, and uh, that's what we do around here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and uh, like I said, there was a bit more, just seemed like there was a bit more room for me. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of jujitsu and a lot of jujitsu people. Um, so it was uh, just a bit easier to be involved with. And, um, and they wanted you to be involved. and 
by God, you really do get involved because it, it needs all the support it can get. You know, it really does. Um, and I'm I'm happy to happy to uh, uh, be in with them. A great great bond, a great group of people. Um, uh, but on the jiu-jitsu or grapp grapp nogi grappling front, um, I've, it, there was a whole, like, some sides of my game that I had to sort of forget about completely. It just wasn't working for me. And uh, so, for example, when I was doing jiu-jitsu, and I was, you know, I've already spoken about my grip strength, and if I could like lock up a double wrist lock on somebody's arm or leg, you know, it almost certain that I was going to stop them within a certain amount of time from there. They could, could change positions, but uh, but keep hold of that lock. So it'll get me out of all sorts of trouble um, and uh, uh, allow me to advance to some sort of finish. Um, but I really struggled. I have been struggling. I mean, it's all a learning curve, and I still consider myself a, you know, a novice. Really, there's there's so much, so much depth to it. Um, but uh, for example, so I'd get the the grip that I wanted, but I was used to being able to invert a little bit, roll roll across my shoulders, and. Mm. Um, Every time I did it, it was like, oh, you've lost. It was like, oh. and in fact, there was a lot of this, a lot of jujitsu guys coming into the world, and you could see jujitsu not working in a catch wrestling environment. Um, guys losing, getting the double wrist lock, rolling onto the backs, just not getting held there for a minute. That's it. You've lost. They were really disappointed because they feel like you're in a dominant position, but. Um, not I've, so I'm, I've got to learn how to bring that back so I, I bailed on it because it was part of my anti-wrestling game it was like oh well you're a wrestler but I can grab this on your arm <laughs> and you're not mm. going to wrestle me anymore but of course they just pinned me so uh, I just let it go so that I could focus on getting the fundamentals right but I'd love to bring it back in like Ian Bromley that was one of his like go-to techniques but I've not found quite yet found a way of I mean it's ironic really because it's like bread and butter stuff in mm -hmm. catch wrestling isn't it the double wrist lock but not for me just yet you know uh, I guess uh, although I do get that same hold you know you sort of that hold on toes I get that a lot it's the same sort of thing really isn't it yes. as a, a wrist or a toe so I have had success at the bottom end but not so much success so much success mm -hmm. on arms, so uh, I need to uh, sort of work on that and develop it really. Yes, yeah, that's kind of it. Kind of does take a little getting used to, like how you said. It's like you could, you know, just roll back and uh, get pinned, but it, you know, it's totally fine in jujitsu. So, um, but I think you can still keep kind of like the same idea of like once you get that uh, double wrist lock hold there, that figure four and see if you can't follow the person moving because um, at least um, yeah. and I think a lot of people now they're going to try to counter you even in, in Nogi maybe they're going to try to put all their body weight on the same side that you have the hold on um, yeah if you can't get the outside kind of like grapevine wrapping around their leg and you can still kind of bridge back so that that would still allow right. you to make the pin and do it but uh, if they put all their weight over and you can't get that grapevine uh, sometimes you can actually just go with it that you still hold the the position but since they're putting all their weight onto that same side uh you can kind of tripod so you'll actually go head down get your butt in the air and okay. you can actually jump over them so you'll end up right uh, yeah. pinning them and you'll still have that double wrist lock position i was thinking about maybe making a, a youtube video about that so you can everyone can see i guess because um, right that would be cool yeah yeah, because quite often you can follow it, and especially like the way that they're moving, just kind of go with it, and you can end up uh, being able to finish them or pin them. Yeah, I definitely need to bring it back. I mean, I, it was like I had so much success with it in Jiu-Jitsu. It was just like what I did, you know, and it just won me so many matches. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know, I just had to, I just had to forget Jiu-Jitsu a bit, really, and start start at the bottom and work my way back up and 
I guess I'm not quite there yet with that, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I've got other aspects of my game that are coming on quite strong. Um, I seem to get the snap down on most people, you know, if, awesome. if I can get hold of the, a wrist and a, a, a neck and mm-hmm. then get the head tucked under my arm and get them, get them down that way, uh, you know, if I'm... If that's uh, pretty much a go-to thing. I think I'm quite tall, I'm like over six foot, so I'm usually sort of looking at least in somebody's eyes or or down at them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so that that's been a real successful thing. I mean, you've got to be careful not to get stuck in a rut with stuff that you're good at, though, aren't you? You know, you mm-hmm. you're at the expense of other stuff. The cross buttock as well. That, I was just thinking that's a brilliant move. It was just like being in the schoolyard all over again. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Grab your head and rag it to the floor. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that seemed pretty straightforward stuff. Yeah. I mean, but there's all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, trips and uh, tips and tricks, you know, even something that seems so simple. You know, there's, uh, there's ways to do it and ways to not do it. That's why I guess they're my best two takedowns, really. Um, and what I really want to work on is uh, getting down to the legs and in on singles and doubles and stuff like that. It seems a lot like a long way down there to me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I've got like I'm really str- strong in some areas, um, but other parts of my body just don't like don't feel that strong at all. And I think squatting and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> not really. You know, I haven't got like tree trunk legs or anything. Uh, in fact, so I've had to really, even to get the Indian crawl going, I had to sort of think, right, okay, I need to uh, do a bit of extra work here to make it, because my legs are just screaming in agony when I was trying, yeah. <laughs> trying to do these things, you know, until I got into the pattern of doing it. That uh, So there's still, like I say, I've got a long way to go, but... Um, and but it's all about getting the entries on those, and mm. I, I do hit them like with increasing regularity. But I mean, if you don't set it up, you just forget it. You're just going to get smushed into the mat, aren't you? Mm-hmm. But if uh, so, all the all the trickery. I love all that element of what we do as well. And this is where Roy's at. He's got all sorts of tricks up his bag, up, you know, up his sleeve in his bag. Uh, of you know ways of getting to where you want to, you you, you make them think they're gonna do you're gonna do one thing and then that's when you do the other thing and I, I like that it's a sort of thinking man's game really. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and I, I think uh, with you being what, over six foot, then I think Roy is one of the best coaches that you should be like picking his brain at with with regards to wrestling taller. It doesn't mean you have to like stand up right, you know. But I think, I think for people who are just listening might, might not know what we're talking about. But I mean, you know, there there is wrestling for the taller person where you don't necessarily have to be like shooting double legs or whatever. But uh, that cross buttocks is one of those perfect techniques for the taller wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> they, they, they had kind of said to me like, "Well, just forget about the legs. What you're doing, all, you know, you seem to do pretty well on top anyway." But the way I'm thinking about it is, especially when I'm against people that know me, I want them to know that I can get their legs, so that mm. at least when I fake it, they believe me. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm. uh, at least there's some sort of threat there. Uh, right? Otherwise, it's just they can just defend like this the whole time, you know. So. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> um, and it's a bit more rounded game. And, and who doesn't want to pick someone up and throw them across the mat anyway? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, great. So, um, uh, so is there anything in particular that you, like, you kind of mentioned that you, you're kind of unlearning the jujitsu is there some principle in jujitsu that um, they talk about that you really there was like kind of hard for you to unlearn. Um, really, I think the the most I think the first thing that most people would find it's just not going onto your back, you know, and it just feel oh it did feel very weird to be turning away from people and uh, giving your back up all the time. It just it 
completely goes against everything that you've been told to do up until that point. So mm-hmm. I think that was the main one, really. And apart from that, I think there's just so many similarities in uh, what was being taught uh, as well. Um, the idea of, uh, you know, shutting down options so that you were just left, you know, you only leave the person one place to go and that's the place you want them to go so that you can do the move you're waiting to do. I mean, so quite a bit of it, there was uh, quite similar. Um, but uh, like I say, giving you back, sitting out, um, getting back up, you know, they were all sort of alien concepts really, but that's what I see most, most often. Uh, I mean, there was guys at the uh, World to supposedly you know you know what it's like everybody's a catch wrestler these days mm-hmm. well, where where are they training what they're doing and uh, they just look very very jujitsu to me and that was what lost them they, they weren't naturally wrestling when mm. see this is the thing you can wrestle you know you can be wrestling but when the pressure's on if you've not been doing it all the time you just fall back to what you sort of know saves you or has saved in the past and if that's going to your back then it's no good for you really is it yeah yeah oh that's a brilliant point so i'm glad that that came out because uh that's the thing like like you just said i've also noticed that where it's like if someone learns something that they saw like on some some jujitsu youtube video and they're claiming this is this is a, a a painful technique so it's a catch wrestling technique and then all of a sudden all of them are like catch wrestlers or they know catch wrestling but that's not exactly the truth because there is it is its own style it is it is its own way of doing things so even though we're seeing more and more people claiming to be catch wrestling or catch wrestlers uh like how you just said it's like when push comes to shove and they're in a match and things aren't going their way they're going to revert to their actual their base style which is jujitsu yeah um And then I, I kind of got to give credit to, well, this is the Keep Real Wrestling Alive sort of idea, isn't it? And I've got to give credit uh, to Andrea and Roy. You know, they really just want to keep, stick to catch wrestling, you know. And I, as somebody who competes more, a bit more, and has to do other comps, you know, I'm like, well, can't, if you, but people are trying to choke me and all this kind of stuff. and. Why can't we, can we look at this? Can we look at that? But they, they want to keep it pure. And I, I kind of get that. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it's up to me to do my own thing. And if I want to sort of uh, look at all that side of stuff. But as it, as it stands, I'm really happy just to be involved there. And I want to support what they're doing. Um, so I can kind of, and be involved because I'm just soaking it all up like a sponge. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many techniques from one different position, and there's so much to learn. I mean, I mean, and particularly the seminars. There's one this weekend that I can't go to, sadly. But I get, I'm lucky I, because I'm close. I do get to go to everything really. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the seminars are just jam packed. It's not. There's not so much drilling. It's just a lot of techniques. You got to soak it all up that day, and then off you go and uh, yeah. and uh, drill it in your own time. It's like Roy said. I can show you these things, but if you're not drilling them, you know, afterwards, you know, they're not going to stick. I'd definitely recommend a notepad and pen if you mm-hmm. go these yeah. seminars. You know, because the, the the amount of knowledge that it just comes out and out and out is just rammed, rammed full of it. And you, if you, um, if you, it's easy to forget, easy to forget. Uh, and uh, I've got to give a shout out to Chris Lomas, actually, he's uh, the super heavyweight champion um, and uh, sort of one of the main coaches of the Snake Pit. And he's like an encyclopedia as well. His classes are absolutely awesome. And I think he's, done this he's written down what he's learned and the system so he's he'll have all these different positions where you can go from it and where you know all these different and he's such a such a great guy 
uh, super modest, but you know, a great wrestler. Um, and uh, people probably won't hear from him or anything, but uh, he, he's really helpful, super pleasant. Um, I mean, he'll sort of uh, he'll ride you a bit and give you some grief, but at the same time, when you do something right, he'll let you know and. Uh, uh, it's great to sort of train with him as well. Hmm, really nice. Yeah, I met Chris, uh, I think, uh, at least the last time I was there. That's when he was getting into it. So it's it's, it's great to see um, his progression, or at least to hear about his progression as well. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. Yeah, he wrestles really well. Um, he competes really well. He's um, uh, And he's just up to be involved with and I'll tell you who's been down this last month is Thomas Hilton uh, mm-hmm. as far as I mean I've seen videos of him and uh, over in America and stuff like that and then he's moved out to Australia but he, he popped up I didn't recognize him he shaved all his hair off whoa <laughs> so he must look like a completely he, different person <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I've been wrestling with him uh, last last couple of weeks which has been good I mean his dad Gary's must be clocking on for 60 but you know he's a gritty mm-hmm. individual and if you're not mm-hmm. careful you know yeah. and, and and he really is gritty as well um and you know you're definitely going to get your head knocked or your, fing- your fingers bent off and all this kind of stuff um, yes but uh he, he, you know and he's like i say he's uh he's clocking on but he's he's like uh What's he called? Ram Man, or I say He Man, the other short one that's sort of just like <laughs> built really big, really short, and really, you know, just this amazing base. You know, you have to, you've got to have to be sort of fast, fast to get uh, get around him. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, for people who might not know, you can see one of Thomas Hilton's uh, matches on our YouTube channel as well. Yeah, he did compete here in los angeles uh, in one of our in our second event so this is like several years ago now but uh he's trained with roy wood since he was very young so he's a he's a great wrestler yeah he was i'll say was he is a great wrestler yeah uh but i'll tell you there's there's guys in there that just wander in out of the village of aspel after having the fish and chips and just Mm. throw you all over the place (laughs) you know they don't they're not on the scene or competing or anything like that they just like come in after the day's work and uh there's there's a lot of absolute killers that you know people just have never probably will never hear of because they they don't go competing they don't you know mingle with wrestlers or grapplers or any of this kind of stuff Oh, you know, hopefully one day I'll be able to, you know, get mm-hmm. somewhere with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a funny, it's a funny game, really. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that's really interesting about the Snake Pit because you still have, uh, 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 you know, Billy Riley wrestler uh, Michael Moore just like hanging out, you know, watching. Yeah. And, but also being very modest, right? Like he he'll offer like some advice or whatever but he's not there to coach you know no one over no one he doesn't overstep his bound or anything like that no um, yeah but, he just sits and watches and so sort of, oh, keeps an eye on what's going on in fact there's all sorts of names that some some pop up uh like wrestlers from the back in the day you know uh, kendo nagasaki popped down i don't know if that means anything to the american audience but i mean he was all over professional wrestling when I was a kid on Saturday afternoon grandstand, and uh, it was like a masked guy, like a samurai. It was always they were like, "Are they going to unmask him?" And uh, when he was, mm. a, but he was a great wrestler, you know, proper wrestler. Not, I mean, he was doing show wrestling, but he could wrestle. Um, he's he's a nice guy. Uh, he's been at the last uh, few events, and um, I mean. Oh, it was great. You know, some nights at the Snake Pit, I'd go in there and uh, there'd be like a, a sort of teenage lad or, you know, people. Uh, it's surprising how what how they make wrestlers in there out of people that you wouldn't think necessarily had got the look or the aptitude to be 
a wrestler, especially when you walk in thinking, well, I'm a bit of a grappler, I am. And uh, it was it, sometimes it was a real mixed bag, is what I'm saying. And but so I'd go to some of the seminars, and there'd be people coming from all over the place then. And that was when I really got the feeling like, oh, right, no, I'm in the snake, but you know, like I'm in the lion's den here. Is you know, you get some some names coming in just because. Uh, I think everybody's aware of catch wrestling now, aren't they? And um, it has a bit of a reputation of being sort of effective. So, uh, and these comps, I think, are really helping. I think we're talking about doing uh, maybe an invitational comp, so not just the once a year world. I mean, we've got interclubs going on now, so we're trying to get people in who want to test themselves under the catch wrestling rules that we have. Uh, maybe four of them on a year and we're talking about doing uh, an invitational event as well um, to sort of uh, uh, alongside the worlds I suppose that would have a, its own sort of league or belt or something like that so it's all on the up it's all super exciting I'm just really glad to be involved in it um, because I've got a lot to give as well uh, that you know I can I've got. I can. Uh, I've got. You know, my own sort of skill sets, and like I was saying, you know, when you're putting these events on, it's like you're doing everything. I mean, the mats in the morning. You, you know, you're setting up the table. You're hanging t-shirts up in the. Running around. So uh, it includes a bit of entertainment stuff as well. Um, kind of stuff. I got a song about Karis the, uh, the opening, but I probably shouldn't have because I'd only written it was a bit. hadn't got it down pat familiar really. So anyway, it went down all right. The sentiment, I mean, the lyrics were great. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, the sentiment was well received. I watched the video back and it was, you know, the, the crowd seemed to like it. But I, I, I was a bit disappointed, but it's gone. Down yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so you wrote a song and then they allowed you to perform it. And then, but do you think, so if for anybody who's watching or listening, uh, that there there is a video of this on the Snake Pit Wiggins uh, Facebook page, but do you think that maybe you will like re-record? So like so your that performance that's on their Facebook page, it's like you you just finished it and you went out there and performed it, uh, almost like no rehearsal kind of thing. So do you think you might like re-record it? Uh, I think so. Uh, for some reason your uh, your microphone is kind of cutting out a little bit can is is can can you still can you hear me can you hear me speak? Hmm. Uh, uh, not uh, just uh, you're kind of coming cutting in and out. A little bit. I just heard like a little, little snippet. Go ahead and keep talking. Let's see if we can still hear you. Um, 
no, it just keeps uh, it just keeps cutting in and out. Um, I don't know, maybe uh, do you want to try just taking off your headphone, your earpiece, to see if maybe the this audio from the phone works. It's all fun. Annoying. Okay. It's... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Technology. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's it, it's weird how, like, when it messes up, because we were hearing you okay up until, like, just a couple minutes ago. Oh, it's, it's still still not quite working, but I think maybe what we can do is then we can maybe uh, schedule to talk again, like, in the future, and then... Um, Especially, we can kind of discuss different yeah. like topics with regards to catch wrestling, um, and even strategy and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess we will go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and end it here, and then we'll try to work on our technical difficulties for another chat in the future. So, thank yeah. you for. Well, thanks very much. Anyway. Yes, yes, and then maybe we, what we can do is uh, you can also get a, a brand new recording of your song out, and then we'll we'll share it. Nice. Uh, yeah, it'll be coming. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So also, oh, actually, uh, well, I, I would want you to tell people like how to find you like on Instagram and stuff. But uh, let's see if your audio works. Can you tell people your <laughs> can you tell people your Instagram handle. Yeah, acoustic warrior. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of there and uh, what yeah. try and show that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I on the video about all the nasty things that happen. Hmm. Uh, all right. All right, Raul. Okay, yeah, it still keeps cutting up, but yeah, let's uh, we'll go ahead and uh, end it here then and we'll just talk again later. Thank you very much. All right, nice. Thanks very much. Thank you. Okay, thanks. All right. Bye-bye.